This episode of the Motorcyclist Podcast is brought to you by Arai Helmets. Arai builds handcrafted helmets designed for the protection and comfort of every rider. Arai has six decades of experience and focus on protecting you. Sign up for the monthly Arai newsletter to get all the latest updates and information at AraiAmericas.com. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Motorcyclist Podcast. With us today is my good friend Jeff Blackmore. Jeff Blackmore owns a very mystical place in Southern California called Blackmore Ranch. And it's a place where over the last couple years, a lot of professional motorcycle athletes have been coming out to, to train, to ride, to sharpen their skills, and to get ready for their season of competition. Uh, Jeff's been a lifelong motorcyclist, and you know, over the years we've become good buddies. Jeff, thank you for, for coming today. Yeah, fun. How's it going, Adam? Everything's good, man. We just got done riding Jeff's, what would you call it? My uh, little motocross track. We just added a uh, little moto feature to the ranch here. We, we um, built a track that's kind of like a skills track. It's not a pro track, but it's more between moto and supercross. So it's got jumps and berms and banks and all the little trickeries that you need to uh, tune up your skills. And we just did some motos out there and had some, had some fun. And who built this track? Randy Menanga, Dirtworks crew. We were fortunate enough to find a window where he could come out and uh, just kind of tune us up. We had a TT track there, so we added to it. We added some turns into it, made it a little more technical, and then added the third dimension of uh, the jumps and whoops and bumps and all that. Um, because of the COVID-19 thing, um, Randy was kind of uh, without something to do and we could be outdoors and, and do our social distancing. So we kind of got some tractors and I got involved with them and we designed our own little track to make it fun and safe and and we just had a good time. Now we're uh, reaping the rewards. We're out there <laughs> kind of tearing it up. So we just had some motos and, I, and Adam just showed me that I need to pick up my lap times a little bit. Oh, stop, man. And if you guys at home don't know who Randy Menega is, he is the gentleman who actually builds the Supercross tracks on the AMA Supercross calendar. Obviously, as Jeff mentioned, the COVID-19 pandemic threw a loop in everything. I think, you know, Supercross racing paused after Daytona. Yep. And that gave Jeff the opportunity to opportunity to use Randy's services everything in regards to off-road racing and supercross it's all here in Marietta we're yeah, in the Mecca we are where we're uh, I think Jeremy McGrath put us on the map and mm. um, I just grew up here in this town and you know, dirt bikes were a way of life and uh, Jeremy came along and showed us that we weren't uh, complete hillbillies and uh, we've been pushing it in his uh, shadows ever since. Yeah, guys, uh, Marietta in Southern California is pretty much the motocross off-road, or not off-road, but motocross mecca. 
It's a built-up city now, so it's just like any suburban town realistically now. But, Jeff, talk a little bit about, you know, back in the day. I know sometimes you have some of your friends over and you guys reminisce and they've shown me photos of these guys. You know, these are like old photos of these guys in matching, you know, gear and matching helmets, matching 86 CR250R liquid-cooled Hondas. Talk about a little bit about just growing up here well it all starts with my great great grandfather and uh, we were kind of you know uh, dry farmers land barons we owned a lot of land in the area and um, you know my father came along and he he developed a a, uh, construction company and was a worker didn't ride motorcycles too much although he had a couple bikes but he wasn't really into riding that much he was into more building a business and and then um, when I came along, the first thing I wanted was to learn how to ride a motorcycle. So in 1973, I got a XR75, the first model year of the XR, which I think, you know, turned motorcycling into a whole new direction with motocross. And Roger DeCoster was a big deal. And we had a ranch that's 1,200 acres of rolling hills. Uh, perfect for riding motorcycles so right here right here in in Marietta California um, not the actual property that the Blackmore Ranch is on today but across town and we would just uh, go riding and I rode that XR till the wheels fell off and then um, had to work and work and work and buy my own bikes but you know I just grew up doing that and then um, some of the top riders found out about the area and Jeff Ward. What year is this? Uh, probably more into the 80s, you know, when we got a little older. But Jeff Ward started coming out and riding. Um, Rick Ash and the full Kawasaki team came out and parked right off our property. And we had some tracks burned in, and they burned in some new ones. And, you know, we had, you know, Bob Hanna came out one day, and we've had, a, you know, just a lot of top guys started driving out here because we had really good dirt. And that was the main thing that you know, Wardy said just the other day to me. He said, we had the best dirt there was for roosting outdoor tracks, you know. So, What is good dirt it's for just people a, that don't know uh, at home? Good dirt is, is a, uh, a dirt that has a loamy, sandy, um, you know, textury feel to it. It's a little bit soft, but then it's firm and it'll harden up, but it's mostly... When it gets the right moisture, you get the ultimate traction, which propels you better and um, shoots a better roost and <laughs> all that. So this makes it fun. It's like snow skiing. It's like the it's like you want the good snow, right? You don't oh, want to absolutely. buy slushy, crappy snow. This is the dirt we had here. If it rained a little, it would soak in and be uniform, and the berms would build up, and it would be like a black line cut out through the green rolling hills. It was kind of a neat special place and and um, having those guys come out just influenced us so much to want to learn how to ride you know and ride so that's kind of how that happened yes yes I mean even today on that little arena cross kind of track I mean I mean it's it's today's actually a nice day it's only 80 degrees it's not that hot you know but realistically like we're in the desert like this is the desert and usually it's 100 degrees yep and I was surprised how much traction was on that track. I mean, it was dusty, 
but the I mean the tires I was riding on it they're worn out that are worn out knobs and I still had tremendous traction yeah we you know we still want to make it the you know as, as good as we can so I have sprinklers you know uh, out there I can turn the sprinkler system on and get the track watered up and then uh, sometimes it'll be wet underneath and have a little dusty layer on top but when your knobbies dig in it it hooks up so that's kind of how I like it just a little dry on top and but down underneath you can start get the berms built up and get get some uh traction totally well the arena cross track is a is a new circuit you know but talk about a little bit about what started obviously the flat track the quarter is a quarter mile eighth mile it's an eighth mile track the eighth mile flat track was the first major feature of this place and talk to us about how that came to fruition well i never really thought about it too much and then my buddy josh schley um he's a surfer uh, by trade uh started kind of riding flat track i guess he had some friends that took him out to paris and they started riding and he kind of took to it and was really good at it so he's telling me about it and i'm looking out across the ranch i go we got three acres of flat alfalfa I mean, why don't we um, make Josh a, a practice track? You know, I wasn't even thinking about me riding that much, but I was thinking about him. So I uh, had a motor grader come available off a job site, and which is a tractor that can grade smooth uh, roads. And um, we cut a circle in the grass, and uh, Josh came out and brought a Harley Davidson out, and I I really uh, surprised at how fun it looked so i got on the bike too and spun some laps and we took some pictures of each other and rode you know just switched off the same bike because i didn't have a flat track bike i don't even know how to get one or what they're all about but, <laughs> but i um just spun some laps and i go this might be something cool for us to do this is together. a couple years just, ago right yeah a couple this is about two years ago and that's like i first thoughts were just something for josh and i to do together you know hang out and just do that so that's kind of how it all started and then what happened well then word got out and the track got better and better and josh and i rode and i don't know how the word got out but cameron brewer i guess he's kind of like uh really involved in the hooligan stuff he's an established rider that rode aft i believe i'm not certain but he's got a lot of hookups in the in the industry and stuff and um one day he called me up and said, hey, can we come out? Can I bring some friends out? And I thought, well, why not? You know, then next thing I know, there's a line all the way into the next county <laughs> with box vans and stuff. And we had, I think we had 35 riders and just everybody. I, You know, it was energizing to me because I saw a lot of smiles that day and I saw a lot of people having a good time. So I was working a track, trying to make the dirt just right and the moisture just right and keep the dust down and then make sure everybody was happy. And um, it turned out really good. We had some top, top flat track riders here, like national level. And I didn't even know who they were. <laughs> like, Talk about some, name know, off some of the people that have been here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, Stevie Bonzi was here and Jeffrey Carver has been here and some big names like that. I don't like to drop names on people, but... But uh, we had some really fast guys here, you know, and we had 
Sonny Garcia here on his Ducati, which was kind of, I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of influenced me into building a couple myself. Mm. Um, Jack Miller. Jack Miller. Yeah, I mean, we've had some, yeah, we've had some um, guys that really know how to ride a motorcycle here. And I was just probably the most important thing that, that, or the the biggest thing that that I got out of it was seeing everybody enjoy it and have fun especially national level riders that when i saw them with a smile on their face i finally thought you know wow like i did something to make like somebody that has an opinion a worthy one really had a good time i go ah i think i'm onto something here i want to i want to uh i want to see how much i can fuel this and that's kind of what I went after. I went after trying to make the track better every week, making the watering as good as I can and, and grading it. And, you know, I just got involved. And then I started riding myself and I go, you know, I want to become a good rider at flat track. So I started pushing into it and having a good time with it. I mean, I would go out there and just burn laps and just ride until I, like every lap I went, okay, one more lap. And it just went one more, one more, one more, one more. And all of a sudden 10 laps would go by. So I just had a good time. Yeah. For you guys at home, you know, for flat track riding or racing, you know, here at, 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 at the Blackmore ranch, you can ride all kinds of bikes. Some people ride, you know, DTX converted 450 motocross bikes. Some guys ride converted Harley Davidson bikes. Some guys ride converted Ducati bikes. You know, and it's all it's all fun and it's all a skills test. Yeah. I think flat track, like when you talk about skills, it's simple. You're going around a circle. It's ridiculously simple. It's ridiculous. You tell people and, it and they think and you're, you're going dumb. the same direction. <laughs> you're, it's all left. But it, it's a skill of little teeny adjustments. And to get your body and set into your bike and get your bike tuned to go a little bit faster, like one wheel length in one lap is huge yeah man. and and you got to work at that you got to work at where your elbow is how your hands are on the grips where your head is over the steering tube when you're cracking the throttle off how you're you're hitting the gas in the apex i was amazed at that and and today i i still say that if some of the top motocross racers had a flat track background they would be better at motocross because you really have to focus minutely on every little single thing. It's a game of finesse. It's a game of the finesse max. and throttle control, braking control, working the clutch with the gas and the brake, all of it. It's uh, really neat. It is. It's also like I personally think it's a little bit, at least here at your place where we don't have any walls, we don't really have anything to hit. It's, it's relatively safe, man. Yeah. I never wanted to build the wall on the outside of the track. And uh, that was something I thought long and hard of because I bought the DG to build a cushion track on the, on the thing. And um, we all know what happens to that. It gets roosted out into the lawn. You have grass <laughs> all around the perimeter. So I would buy six loads of DG at 600 bucks a piece. Then I watched Kale Cloakman come out and spray that stuff all over my grass. And, and then I'm like, oh, what the heck am I going to do here? And I... <laughs> And I didn't want to build the wall because, for one, I don't want to race against the wall. And for two, I don't want to look at the wall. I want the aesthetics of the ranch to look like a ranch. I want the ranch to look like 
there's like not really motorcycling going on here. It's more of a California aesthetic, old school ranch setting. And I want to keep that so I don't build structures around the track. Just for those reasons, I want it, it's you know I want it to look like, you know, it was 1920 here. Totally, and that's kind of the vibe you've delivered. You know what goes into making you know obviously, Jeff he owns a heavy equipment rental earth moving company Blackmore Heavy Equipment. His family, you guys have been doing this for centuries, right? Yeah, yeah. probably four generations. I think. I mean, it came it came on through the farming trades with my great-great-grandfather. My grandfather and my dad bought uh, heavy earth-moving cat equipment. And, you know, this area was just uh, farmers, and farmers needed roads. And then the development came in in the 70s. It started. Um, the area became really attractive for development because it sits right between San Diego and Riverside on an interstate system, and it's right in the middle. So uh, people could buy land cheap, and they could commute to San Diego, they could commute to Riverside for work. Um, it's right on a main interstate artery, so that you get your, your services are quick, and, and uh, the city just lit off. A big Newport Beach outfit came out here and bought a bunch of land, and, um, my dad was sitting right in the right spot where, you know, he knew how to cut roads and build roads. And and I don't even think we, we were licensed contractors back then in the 60s and 70s, but they would hire us to just pioneer in all the stuff that's here today. Really, um, we are fortunate back then to have that growth come and, and be on top of it with, with the tools to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to earth and dirt, you guys, you guys are the experts. What what does it take to make a good flat track? Like, what does it take? Well, we learned um, you have to have the right moisture content. You have to have a stable flat area to start with. Your canvas has to be set up for your for your artwork, your creation of your track. Um, we had problems because we had irrigation systems in place for the alfalfa, and then we cut the track in and we peeled the grass off it was like sod we pulled that that off and hauled it away and then the under subsoil was was too wet so it would turn into oval motocross real quick <laughs> it's mm -hmm. grooved up so we had a compaction effort so we had to take take on and um in doing that we started breaking the irrigation system so um you know, we had to let it dry back and it would just get dry enough to start grading it again where the tires on the tractors wouldn't sink in, mm -hmm. you know, so it was just starting to, to not yield under the pressure of equipment and then it would rain. So it took three months to get the track sweetened up to where you could really send it, you know, on a dirt bike. Um, so, it, you know, halfway through it, I'm like, just for really for Josh and I to ride, I'm going to go through all this. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, you know, and then it, you know, like, I don't know, the moto gods came down and blessed me with the, the rest of it. You know, it, it ended up being successful and being rewarding because I was like, I'm going to go through all this. Then I'm going to go out and throw grass seed out there and try to get the grass to come back because I'm not going to like it. But that didn't happen. It uh, became a popular place for people to chill out. And people to ride their bikes and uh, then the hooligan thing started getting going and Robbie Madison and 
Twitch and those guys were getting into it, and they're all riding out here uh, practicing, trying to get you know into X Games. So we became the little West Coast X Games practice spot for all those knuckleheads having <laughs> a good time. So then you know I started to uh, figure out how to feed everybody. We got the taco cart coming in. We got you know easy up set up. We got picnic benches out there. We got the track all watered. They roll up, ride. Kelly food. Kelly and California grilling. Yeah, we even had yeah California grilling. Kelly Kingman with her uh, oven pizza trailer would pull up and just start making custom pieces for, for everybody. So it turned into a social event too, where you could just chill. You know, have the track. It's not dusty. It's not dirty. Yeah, you could have your your van there, or your your uh, your sprinter, and eat a pizza. And, <laughs> Chill out, Mark Atkins with the Rusty Butcher show. Oh yeah, Rusty Come, Butcher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's out there digging it, and uh, that guy lives the lifestyle too. He, does. he practices yeah, he, what he preaches. Yeah, he does. And you would look at him and go, "He can't ride a motorcycle," but you know what? That dude can ride a motorcycle. Dude, how about a couple weeks ago when we were out here? He shows up in this tank top with his brand new CRF 110 that he just bought, wearing tennis shoes and yeah, tank and he goes top. and hits the quarter pipe. Yeah, and then he hits the shoot the step up. Remember, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, you can't even do that. And, and he the does it. Yeah, yeah, does it right away. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a showman. He's fun. He's one of our favorites here. He's like one of our kids. I call him. You know. So he was out here last weekend with his little pet pig running around. He's a pig. <laughs> one of those little mini pigs. Those I don't know what they call. <laughs> Anyways, he was quite a clown. So I like like it. I got characters here. What do you think the future of, you know, the ranch is? Like how you've built your flat track, you've built your arena cross track, you've built your skills course, pump track. I mean, you're obviously in, you've been into motorcycles and motorsport your whole life. What do you, what are you going to do next? Well, you know, selfishly, I want to, you know, I want the ranch to always cater towards uh, me keeping my skills and my balance and keeping tuned up, whether it's mountain bikes motorcycles we even ride jet surf surfboards here on the ponds we have uh, one wheel awesome. we ride the one wheels you know electric stuff we like getting trying to get into the electric movement with all these uh toys that are available um at my age you know i'm 56 right now and i feel really good i feel like i'm 40 so i want to keep my balance keep my fitness um and have fun with my friends and so you know the moto tracks part of that so um you know we thought about developing a business plan for having like a training facility or maybe having a track for the pros to come practice we still might do that we might build a full-blown professional supercross facility here but um we're still in the decision making process with that obviously land's always a premium in california what would you say to you know someone who has a couple acres of land? Like, how can they start building tracks? Like, what do you have any recommendations well, of people who want to kind of start riding bikes and they have the land? Like, what, what should they do? Well, you gotta just first look at your zoning and what you can do it, and, and talk to your neighbors. Um, we're fortunate here; we have few neighbors, and they all love bikes, and they come over and hang out with us, and they they um, are involved. You know, sometimes with our events, but uh, the main thing is not getting a complaint with the neighbors. Of course, because to 
have good neighbors, you got to be a good neighbor. Um, so we worked really hard on that, being real neighborly. And if we we're going to do a ride day, I'd always tell everybody in advance. I'd give my neighbors a call and go, hey, we're going to ride this time. You know, we don't want to, if you're having, you know, company or a party, we don't want to disturb it. So, you know, and um, I got a lot of respect out of that from my neighbors. So now it's, it's cool. So no one's complaining right now. Um, you have to have the space, you know, so you got to have a significant piece of property and then you have to have some equipment. What's the minimum acreage of, in your opinion? Uh, like our motocross track is probably four acres, maybe five when, it's, when you stretch it out to have a track, you know, that you really enjoy. You're going to mm-hmm. need some room, mm-hmm. you know, that's minimal. I'm like most outdoor motocross tracks are over 50 acres. So. No, 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 I know, but just for your backyard, like. Yeah, I mean, for riding mini bikes and kids, I mean, you can start like the pump track size, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. I think I, I think if you got an area and you mark it out, I mean, we did one of the tracks on the back two acres over here. We just put some cones out there in the grass and just, it rained and then we just started burning in a little track. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. And it, it was fun, you know. Totally. So, I mean, it doesn't take much. And then you get, you know, and then you get used to riding and then you go ride somewhere else or go to Kawea Creek or Paula or Elsinore track or go somewhere and start building yourself out. And they got practice tracks where they can, or the kids tracks. I mean, there's something for everybody now in the sport. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. How would people learn more about the Blackmore Ranch exploits? Where can they see your stuff? um, Basically, our website's probably the biggest, uh, easiest www.blackmoreranch.com you can go on there and kind of see the pictures of the past things and then we have uh, you know our athletes that we show in there because we kind of help some guys and uh, we like to show their results and all that although it's been with the COVID thing it's kind of been dormant lately but um, you can go on to that website blackmoreranch.com and our Instagram page we try to keep keep uh, up on that um, that's one thing that we're finding that uh, people are enjoying here is if they if they can come ride here that we usually have a good photographer here we got Casey with Defy Focus uh, shooting photos he's one of the best man and he, absolutely yeah. and amongst others um, but uh, you can come and, and enjoy photo session days we got that coming about now we're going to start advertising that up where you can if you're a rider and you or a family with a, a, a bunch of kids that are riders or a friend of a rider, you can come and you can rent the track for fifteen hundred dollars, and we can get you hooked up with a photographer and you can just ride all day and get your photos taken with the most awesome Blackmore Ranch backdrop and a fun track to ride. Totally fun, so, safe area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can park there and have your own little world. No one's going to bother you. It's not like you're going to Glen Helen where you got a <laughs> bunch of other stuff going on, or any other tracks. You have your own private little Idaho, right in the middle of Temecula area, Temecula Valley, where you can do that. It's kind of cool. I, like I think it. I would. I like that your private little Idaho. Well, guys, that wraps things up for the third episode of the Motorcyclist Podcast. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Awesome. Uh, we appreciate you always letting us ride here over the years. It's amazing to see the progression of this place. It's amazing to see the quality of riders you've 
been able to have here and just watching these guys rip it's just unbelievable yeah, man yeah it actually is a fun place to uh just hang out and watch the uh the shenanigans go on yeah have a cold beverage yep. you know watch something uh, yep. on tv yep. you know talk bench race a little bit that's what it's all about yeah 805's uh one of our partners here at the ranch so they're I mean, not an equity partner, but they're a partner in the fun. You yeah. Know, they, they come and take care of us, and we're proud to support 805 Beer. They keep the, the people lubed yeah. post-ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The post-ride, uh, we do a lot of bench racing and uh, race shop afterwards. Well, thanks again for having us, Jeff. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening, and make sure to follow Blackmore Ranch on Instagram. Check us out online at MotorcyclistsOnline.com. Check out our YouTube channel at MotorcyclistsMeg. And thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks to Arai Helmets for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to get all of its latest updates at AraiAmericas.com.